just a bloke in a bar. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Bloke in a Bar. Before we get into it, November the 16th. That's right. Next Thursday, we are doing 50% off everything on bloke.shop. That is right. 50% off everything. We've got brand new designs in shirts, singlets, jumpers, plus we've got all we've got DMP shirts still up there. We've even got some footy jerseys left, plus a bunch more. We've got bloke thongs. We've got everything you could want. It is 50% off absolutely everything. 6 p.m. November 16th. Thursday, uh, once it's all gone, it's gone. So if you've got to get in there, get in there early. Um, and you guys know we don't do 50% off often. So 50% off next Thursday, 6 p.m. Be there. Now, let's get straight into it, shall we? We've got the big fella, Josh Reynolds here. How you going, brother? Mate, I'm great. Mate, you're in media now. Oh, I don't know about that. You're, I'm, yeah, I'm, mate, you're I'm a journo, pretty much. I'm fighting my way in there. Don't call me a journo. <laughs> <laughs> That's too far, man. Come on. Oh. Well, mate, it's been a long time, hasn't it? 2016. Mate, 2016. Back you're just starting. Just starting. And Shire. you would have had... So what I would do is, is I was still working then. I would, I would have been working in the coal terminal in Port Kembla. I would... Finish work, pack everything in the cart. There's that bag over there is where I would pack the, you know, you probably don't remember, but there was these green, uh, sorry, gray material walls that I would Velcro to the steel frame so that it looked like on camera that you would come to my studio, but really we'd gone to <laughs> the Cronulla. Yeah. Um, I forgot what it's called now, but it's just on the, it used to be just it, on the corner there. Is it the Novotel? I, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Definitely not in all these, I'm not allowed in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, yeah, that was eight, eight what, that since 16? Yeah, eight years ago. Seven actually, or eight years ago. That's a long time. Man. Mate, my hairline Holy. was back there then. <laughs> Thank God for Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, uh, how are you feeling? Like, you know, you're free, but you're, also, you're, still in it, you're still in the game, but you're free from the beast. I'll tell you one thing I am absolutely stoked about. So I'm still in the WhatsApp group for the boys, just holding on yeah. to still be a bit of a, you know, have that little player uh, feeling. Yeah. But when they're talking about going back to preseason next week, God, I'm not going to miss that. Mate, the head noise I used to get <laughs> heading into preseason. Uh, I get, this is when I used to honestly be probably my most nervous yeah. one or two weeks out. And... Back in the, like when I first sort of started out, I'd always take pride in like going hard at preseason and mm. trying to like win everything. So like I always felt that little bit of added pressure. Yeah. And the boys would, I used to hate when the boys would be like, oh, you love it. I'm like, no, I don't love it. Trust me. I feel exactly the same as you. Yeah. Probably yeah. not the same as some of the, the big the boys been on the darts and stuff all <laughs> yeah. preseason. But yeah, so and I just remember like thinking, I've got to go hard in this first yo-yo. Yeah. I've got to. And all the boys would be like, mate, never go hard in the first one. Yeah. I'd always have it in my head. Maybe I'd maybe think, but then I'd get out there and, yeah, good times not to have to do that, mate. Mate, you know, it's crazy as I had the exact same because that was one of my biggest weapons in preseason was to win fitness because I'm not the biggest, mm. I'm not the strongest, but I can get a leg up for the round one trial if I win every fitness drill. Yep. And sometimes when you're feeling lazy and sorry for yourself, you're on the, you're driving on the way and you just alluded to it. You're driving on the way to preseason. You've, you've probably had in really good t first two weeks you've won everything and you say to yourself you know what i'm just gonna cruise because this is before heart rate monitors i don't know if they they might have just come in for you I, I you know what i reckon my first couple of years maybe my first two i might have missed them yeah so you can, you could just kind of like if you're in the front you're mm. all good whereas nowadays they watch your heart rate so they go mate you fucking even if you're winning and you're not going <laughs> yeah. well they'll rock you yeah 
Um, and you'd be driving in going, all right, I'm just going to cruise this one. I'll still be towards the top, but... And then as soon as you got out there, the, you just feel that energy of like, nah, I can't, I can't. And you just go hard from the yeah, start. Yeah, I think I still got PTSD from that, the yo-yo, the voice. Oh, start the voice. level one, one. Oh, and that yuck. and the, the trundle wheel clicker. When oh. I see Tony, Tony Grimaldi with that in his hand, I knew he meant business. Yep. <laughs> what about when you rock up to training, you look at the markers to see where the markers were lined up to know what you were doing? So if they were lined up a certain way, it was 1.2. Mm. Oh, this looks like offside touch. And you just get in your head going, <laughs> what, just what praying for offside touch, please. <laughs> yes. And like, because this was before, like, I think it might have been around 2010. I'm not sure when, when you were coming through. But initially, you didn't used to get programs. You used to essentially just like, this is, you got, you got as in programs, you got of like, this is where you've got to be. So it'll say like 8.30 fitness. Whereas I think now if you've got essentially exactly what you're doing on each day yep. for the amount of time, mm -hmm. back then it was pretty much like you rock up at like 6.30, be ready for a seven start, and then it'll say field session for fucking three mm -hmm. hours. And just field. Just, just getting flogged. Just no breakdown. Yep. No, I, I honestly used to hate that. Yep. I, I actually liked knowing what I got, mm -hmm. and it wasn't the fact that like, you know, but you just like, you just know, all right, well, I've done that bit. Mm. We've got another block, and then you. But yeah, it's it's honestly something that I will not miss. Oh. I'll miss the game. I love it. I, I, I've already there was a a bull, I put out a bulldogs like a video the yesterday. Promo was so good. Yeah, and I honestly that's the I think that's the first time since I've finished because really? ever since yeah I've been okay. I honestly have like yeah. just because I knew I, I struggled. I really did this year, um, and I knew when I got to that point, the last six seven games, I didn't feel anything, and then but now when I seen that. A couple of those clips, I was like, oh, damn. Yeah. I'm going to really miss that. But yeah. at the same time, I won't miss the other side oh, of it. Oh, man. So. It's, you know, obviously I had nowhere near the career that you did. But it's for me, it's the big games. It's that seeing like a pack Suncorp going, fuck, imagine being with the locker room with the boys and we're all just looking at each other, fucking eyes rolling in the back of our head, ready to go. <laughs> That's what I fucking miss, you oh, know. Oh, mate. Just it's, going, we're about to go. Let's fucking go, boys. It's that feeling. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know how to explain explain that feeling like a, like whether it's joy excitement nerves mm. like it's it's funny because you think about it and you're like mate this is a big occasion yeah. like you 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 can't stuff up here mm. you can't but you when you're young you, you embrace it yeah, yeah. I, I just remember like you speak about suncorp like people would be like Fuck, they hate you, eh? Like, but for some reason, the more I just loved it. Loved it. And I just want to have good games up there. And I, I just want to really, I don't know, I suppose take it on. Yeah. And that's that's the one thing I will miss. Like, yeah. I, I'm playing Oztag on Mondays now. <laughs> and that doesn't come anywhere near. Maybe we should hire some Queenslanders to come down and heckle you. <laughs> yeah, You'll that's, probably win that's fucking a good idea, actually. Every fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> um, mate, so this year, obviously, you know, you, you pulled up stumps, but... As a you know, an incredibly proud bulldog man. First, I would love to hear about. Actually, we'll we'll go specifically into the bulldogs as a whole. What was it like? Because it was a tough year for the bulldogs. It started really well. It looks like wow, look, they've got a really hard edge defence. Everything's going great. And then obviously towards the end of the year, um, you struggled a little bit. Well, struggled quite a lot. As a you know, a player that is so in love with the club, how hard was that to see? Yeah, it's hard, mate. Mm. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shy away from that. Like. And, and it hurt me because I was like, I can't, like I'm doing my best to try and help, but I, I, I couldn't. Like I mm. just, yeah, I couldn't at the moment. Mm. There, was a, there was so much going on. And as you said, we, we weren't getting it right. Mm. And it was like, yeah, it actually was like, 
when I sometimes during my career when I tried too hard, it mm. come off the come the wrong way. Mm. You know, I, I stepped the line over the line, and I felt a lot like that sometimes. It was just like, man, I, I just I want this club to get back. What I I said to the boys like, you know, I I had a good relationship with Ciro, and I didn't want to be that guy that come back and was like back in our day. Yeah, I I, I never want to do that. Like, it's mm. not about that. But I just wanted those that group call core group of boys to know like the, the feeling if if you're going well at the dogs mm. there's no better feeling mm. like when we were playing in the grand finals and, and playing in the semis for all those constant years yeah we didn't win one but at the same time it was happy it's a happy place yeah. the fa- the fans are the best in, in the business when they love you the club will look after you and they'll look after your family Mm. So it's not just you that's happy, it's you, your family, it's your partners, because they're a massive part of it, massive. you know. I just remember the days of going to training and, you know, we created a thing where all the partners and the kids would come to captain's run. Mm. And I just remember Clemens' little kids running across the field and I just, they're, they're my greatest memories. Yeah. And I just was like, I'd always try and tell those boys, like, how good it can be. Yeah. Um, and look, I hope I didn't overstep <laughs> the mark in being that guy. Yeah. But at the same time, I just, it was very hard to, even playing, Mm. Like because, you know, I'll be honest. I coming back. I thought, yeah, like you know, I could I could have a fair impact, hopefully on a game. Mm. But it's just so different now. And, yeah. Uh, you know, Sarah used. I feel he used me well. He mm. knew I probably wasn't up to starting every week, and yeah. it was good. It was really nice to be a part of Carl's journey. Mm. Um, you know, sort of blooding him in starting games and then him coming on. Olapu, sorry, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, like it, it was hard, but. All I know is we got the right guy there in Ciro because mm. he's not he's not really from Belmore mm. um, or a, a anywhere near there, but he's trying so hard to understand the place. Yeah. It's a very different place. Oh, absolutely. To, to anywhere I've ever been. Yeah, and I've been to Hull. <laughs> that's a, that's a different place in itself, man. Yeah, yep. and obviously been to the Tigers, um, but there's no place like it. And I just that's what I love. He's really trying to embrace it. He's really trying to bring the fan, fans in and unite mm. every everything. So I definitely were on the right path. But mm. yeah, this year probably he'd probably say himself it didn't go as good as he would have liked. Yeah, it's uh, it's you're right in regards to it. It's such a unique uh, community and fan base as well. I do think that I mean all you got to do is go back and look at those videos from the grand final weeks that you had. You know, <laughs> it just they are so passionate. <laughs> And, and also the way they express that passion is very different to other, um, I guess, fans, mm. which is cool, which is a cool experience. But uh, what did you actually, we'll, we'll, we'll go, we'll get back to eventually you coming and playing again because it's just so incredible. Um, but what initially, just broad spe- broadly speaking, having gone away and then coming back with the game, having changed quite a lot, rule changes. Now it's, it's, it's veered a little bit back to what it was pre, I don't know, 2021 or whatever it was, but... Was it that much different or do you think it's it's a little bit different but not too different? No, nah, it is. Yeah. It is, mate. The, the six agains are ridiculous. Yeah. Like obviously – it was so it's obviously the game sped up, I feel, mm. uh, from when I when, when, when I left to Hull. Um, but obviously because I was playing in the halves, mm. always have, but then I was playing in the middle yeah, okay. at, at, for, for the dogs. So for me, it was like triple speed. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, mate, you know, mate, I'm 90 kilos, ringing wet, mm. trying to play in the middle. Yep. And I just, it was a complete washing machine for me. Mm. But take that away. Take, you know, there, there'll be guys who have played in the middle for their whole lives. I still think with the six again, 
how many times you could possibly have to defend your line. Mm. Um, momentum swings. I just feel that's why Penrith is so good mm. because they're just so good at turning people away, turning people away, em, like embracing that like pressure mm. and then being able to explode. Yeah. I just can't. And this is why, <clears throat> you know, speaking to Ciro about his time at Penrith, mm. they must just be so fit mm. because sometimes you see teams on the back, uh, on the back foot, they defend and they defend and they defend and they can hold you out for three sets. Mm. But then you see their next attacking set yeah. is very, you know, boring. Yeah. They don't really throw the ball around. Um, but then you just see Penrith, they're just like bang Fisher-Harris, bang Leota, Nathan kick, kick chase, they're back in the game. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's a... We watched the grand final and I've, I've said in the review on that, it was actually the first 20 minutes that won Penrith the grand final because they made... Broncos defend their line literally for 20 minutes and so the last 10 minutes every Broncos player was out in their feet whereas they're so you're right they're so fit the Penrith Panthers and and that's the that's the difference in between teams I think mm. that where the Penrith where Penrith are a class above so Penrith had that much pressure on the Broncos mm. any other team would have probably gone we're not this isn't happening for us today mm. it happens mate I know as a half if yeah. I'm putting pressure on someone pressure on someone and they're not cracking yeah even though people say build pressure, build pressure, and don't get me wrong, that's all. That's what the game is about. Yeah. But I don't care what anyone says. There's still those thoughts that'd be like, we can't crack them. Yeah. And you know, then the Broncos grow a leg, and but Penrith don't care about that. Yeah. They obviously know that period, as you just said, is going to pay them back. Yeah. In the last twenty, mm. <laughs> as it did oh, in the final moments, and you know, one, <coughs> one no tie-in loses you the game. Literally, and one that's, no tie-in. That, that's that's fatigue. Fatigue, man. Yeah. And that's just why they're just a class above. Yeah. Right. They're just, and when you look at their, also their injury rate, it's so low. Like, I would love to know what changed physically for them four years ago. Like, was it their programs? Because, like, no one's doing any magical program. Like, there's, everyone's essentially doing mm. the same stuff. Same fitness. All the testing would be the same. But you're right. They just have this edge that, and maybe it's all mental. Maybe it's just the mental game that they've gotten um, so right. But, yeah, their fitness is crazy, crazy. There's got to be some sort of like, for me personally, I I, I think the way just going from also so we, we we've I've sort of seen it firsthand mm. how Ciro tries to train the boys. Obviously, he's, he's taking a lot of stuff from Penrith, and yeah. as, who wouldn't? Yeah, absolutely. He, he's seen it firsthand, won three comps in a row. Yeah. Um, but the intensity that they must train at, but hold each other accountable at that. Yeah. Is ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. Like they must be. They're pushing it. Yeah, okay. They're the guys that are like chipping each other saying like, really, like you're going to do that? Mm. And, and that's where I think they, they might be a bit better than anyone else because it's hard, mate. Like it's hard to tell someone sometimes, mate, what are you doing? Yeah. But then the good teams, they do it, have a crack at each other, but then they know it's all for the right reasons. Yeah. And that's healthy culture. Yeah. And that's, that's I don't know. It's hard to build for sure. I, I, I think they must have just yeah. an unbelievable. I, w I will say that that was the one unique uh, – having gone to two different NRL clubs, been at the Broncos early 2000s or like, you know, 2005 till 2000 and, you know, whatever, uh, they were ruthless like that. But the tough thing for other teams is like the Broncos could be ruthless like that because they was all internationals. Mm. So that's what they used to lean on a lot. Basically, if you're a young kid, you know, sooking or whatever, they would be like, mate, like I play for Australia and Queensland, like, what the fuck are you doing? And that was a real, like a crutch for them almost to be able to go, this is a standard mm. and it's actually the standard across the entire of the NRL. So it's a great point. Like Penrith must be just really, and to, cause like people forget that when Ivan Cleary came back, they only had one origin player. Now they've got seven. 
it's unbelievable. So to build into that, it's amazing. And it's just, like you just said, like, and it's a, a very cliche, next man up mentality, but any guy that puts that jersey on, yeah, like Luka Cogger this year, probably won him the grand final. <laughs> yes, like I know, no, nah, he, he, like he won't get the raps for it, but he changed that game. Absolutely. You know, Nathan won it in the end and the clutch moment. <laughs> but Cogger was, I played against, you know, Cogger over in England two years ago for Huddersfield. Yeah. And this is not like nothing on him, but like he, he was, I was watching him this year and he's a totally different player. Yeah. Man, he was controlling games. He was like GF. kicking to corners in a GF. Yeah. He played a major part in an NRL grand final. Yeah. So it just screams the volumes yeah. of what they what they breed in there, yeah. in, in that that team. Yeah. And like like you said, we all train the same. Yeah. It's just, it's got to be something. It's got to be a bit mental. It's got to be being able to tell him that you're not doing the right thing. Mm. And as you, you're right, there's seven origin players there now, probably... How many test players? Oh, mate. Like there'd be, the whole team. I think there was, I don't know when it was, but there was maybe last year, there was like 17 because there was guys playing for Samoa. Well, yeah. like, you know what I mean? So, yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, mate, uh, obviously you grew up in Sydney, born, what, what suburb were you born in exactly? Because we, uh, we've got a, we've got a wiki that we need to, yeah. we've got a wiki area <laughs> I don't have me wikis, right. <laughs> Someone's played, played a bit of wiki because games. Playing wiki games because it actually says, Reynolds played for the Illawarra Steelers. <laughs> so I just want to get, I just want to clear the air with the people. Yeah, look, the only thing I probably liked about the Steelers was Trent Barrett. I loved him. <laughs> He's an unbelievable player. But no, I didn't play for the Illawarra Steelers. So I played my junior footy club in the Canterbury comp mm. was called the St. George Dragons. Mm. So I think people have just gone, okay, so he, he must have played for the Dragons because yeah. I might, maybe they googled and i didn't come up in the st george dragons tower maps yeah, or something okay. then they've gone oh it must be steelers so yeah here it is i was <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a bulldogs junior barry ward was my um put the harold match coach put the pitchforks away guys that's it he's not that's he's it. not a trader no i'm not pure even though my dad my dad would have loved it he's a dragon supporter oh, really? yeah he would have loved it but yeah no nah, this that's it it's uh yeah i was born and bred mate um from the area mm. played probably five minutes from Belmore. Yep. That was my home ground. Mm. And Belmore was the pinnacle, mate. I was lucky enough to play in some really good junior footy teams and that's where we always wanted to get to. We yeah. always wanted to get to that stadium to play the grand final on and mum making streamers. Because you would have, you would have, your formative years probably, I'm um, assuming around like 10 to 14 would have been that early 2000 era for the Bulldogs. Yep. yep. So it's, you're looking at like the cream of the crop, Dogs of War, the reincarnate. Best. The, like... I remember moments, so I just missed the boys. I just missed uh, Mason. Oh, I played against Mason, stuff, but at the Dogs. Yeah. But I just remember going in. I think I was, I think I got, so I played SG board and I think I got caught in the Jersey flag. Um, that's that's when I was, I think it was, what was Jersey flag around that time? Would be in the 20, mm. 20, 20s, 21s? Oh, mate, anyway. you're asking the wrong bloke. <laughs> Sorry. But anyway, so yeah, I was, I was young as, and I just remember walking into that, that gym and like you got Utah in there, you got... <sighs> You got has you, you're looking at mate, and I'm just like, man, this is. I was in awe, yeah, like pure, because that's they were the they were the boys, yeah, they were the dogs of war, mate. And like, I was even I was privileged to be in the gym, same gym as them, you yep. know, as a, as a young kid, and yeah, they and it's and it's crazy. Like I I clearly remember it because Belmont was has had a real revamp, um, but I just remember the old gym. I remember walking in there, one of the hardest trainers who probably you know helped. Make me who I am, Gaz Carden. He was the first grade coach then, and mate, he he 
he let him rip. And then, <laughs> you know, we talk about hard training and that's yeah. what the dogs is built on. And mm. he was the he was the man yeah. behind that. But um it was just so cool, mate. It was it was cool to be able to come through, you know, be at school. Mm. Hasm would be visiting my schools. Yeah. And you'd just be like a little puppy dog going, Oh my god, like Hasm's here and then mate, eventually being able to be mates with him now. Yeah. Do community work with him now. Like it's um yeah, it's I'll, I'll never I will never, ever, you know, I'm forever grateful for what, like my journey, man. I've had some ups, some downs, some, some absolute stinkers. Yeah. But like how it worked out, mate, I love it. That's so good. Um, and so obviously it was footy from the get-go, you know, as a young fella. Uh, did you play any other sports or was it just... I actually just played soccer when okay. I was five, yep. yep. Old Wanderers. Okay. Um, Is that the hooligan in you? That's where the hooligan came from. I think so. I think so. I actually, yeah. I used to, I did go through a stage where I was going to City FC games, putting like my shirt over my head. So I brought it back out. Um, But yeah, that's the, I I did start in soccer, mate. But then a few of my mates were playing footy and stuff. So yeah, just went up to the, to the Dragons. And I actually played with um, our juniors, me and Chase Stanley. Oh yeah. We played at Dragons together. Yeah. Um, He ended up going to the actual Dragons. Actual Dragons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, mate, it's just like um, one of those one of those things. I just was there, imprinted yeah. in me, and my grandma's house was like one minute down the road. So mate, we were always I was always walking up. When I found footy, mate, I loved it. And who who was your you know player growing up? The one you idolised? Yeah, Freddie Freddie loved yeah. him. And that's the thing. There's a there's a photo out there that, um, and this is the thing. Like this is the boys are having a laugh at me. Look at these right there. <laughs> of um. Cause they're like they used to jam me up, going, "Oh, you, you're your bulldogs through and through, <laughs> this and that." I was like, "Look, I went through a stage where you know I followed my favourite player. Yeah. You know, I just used to love him. Yeah. You know, his big left foot, and so yeah. Sorry about the hat. Sorry about the big diamond <laughs> earring, but I was always Never so when sorry I for that. so I, I don't know what you use that. Did that so does it oh, say you there? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, but anyway, so that was as soon as I started playing for the Bulldogs. Though I was a bull, I was a Bulldogs man. Yeah, as in when you started through the juniors, juniors and stuff. Yeah, so mate, when you're frigging like twelve or thirteen or whatever, you're following whoever your favourite player yeah. is. Like hundred percent. Like I, for example, I soccer. I followed Man United because of David Beckham. Mm. If he went to another club. I'm going to follow. Yeah, you're following him. You're following, you know what I mean? It's just <laughs> yeah, yeah. like, um, like at that age anyway, when you get a bit older and you understand like being loyal and sticking mm, with things yeah. or whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just, it's funny. But like Freddie Fittler, what, what, what's your best memory of Freddie Fittler growing up? Do you reckon? Oh, it's a hard one, man. I just, so oh, many. Is, yeah. I, for me personally, it's probably that the grand final when he had his head taped, yeah. blood running down his, um, against the Warriors. Yeah, and he Possibly. got that big, head, big shot. Big, big shot changed the game. And I just—that's what I love. Like he, that was him, man. I just mm. loved Freddie because he was. Oh, well, I got—I actually was lucky enough to be in camp with him for City and stuff. Mm. So I was a bit, yeah, I was a bit starstruck in those camps. But yeah, I just loved like he was—he never shied away from contact as well. Mm. You know, as halves, it's a bit of a get at the halves. Yeah, Freddie and, and Joey were were the total opposite. Um, but just how. It, it, I just loved his elusiveness, you know, that big left foot, big left foot. Mm. I just used to – I couldn't tell you how many times I practised that in the yeah. backyard. I wonder I wonder because he was a bit bigger six. I wonder if in today's game they would try to make him a 13. You know, I just – I wonder – which would be cool to see because mm. he did play a little bit of 13, didn't he, at, at, some, at stages? Yeah. And so that you'd almost be robbed of one of the greatest sixes ever to play the game because that 13 role is so, I guess – 
it's almost the hot thing right now. That so ball, ball, ball player. Yeah, 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 yeah. You look at the, the top three. Yeah. Yo, Murray, Radley. Yep. Paddy. They all, they all ball play, yeah. And Paddy. Paddy was a front rower and he only really became a good 13 when he worked on his ball playing. Yeah. And so, yeah, it would be really interesting to see where he would play this um, this generation. Okay, so... It's funny, he didn't, he didn't play a lot of 13, but he actually won lock of the year in 1994. Who did? Where? Freddie. Did he? He won, he won three positional... He won center of the year, five eighth of the year, and lock of the year. So he didn't play a lot, but he played enough, like probably like, I don't know, 30 games, you reckon, at lock? Yeah, I can look. That's like, see what you just said, like three positional. That's crazy. That's Greg Inglis like. Well, well, it is. Yeah. I don't, I, see, I didn't, I didn't know that fact. That's, That's it wild. just puts, like, it just shows you, like, I honestly don't think he, he gets the accolades he probably deserves. Agreed. He does, like, obviously everyone knows, but I don't know, like that, like, who can do that? Well, when you go, because, like, a lot of time you'll go, this guy, like, this group of people we talk about in mortality, but Freddie is usually, uh, some people keep him in that conversation. Yeah. But I think he should be in the conversation like same with Alfie Langer, I think he should be as well. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I, I agree with you, mate. Like he gets massive raps, but I think when you really look at his career and how young he was when he did certain things, and then obviously position-wise, he's fucking up there with the goats. So he got in nine ninety two center of the year, ninety three center of the year, ninety four lock of the year, ninety eight ninety nine oh two five eighth of the year. Like you know what I mean? Like I was, I was pumped that I was in top three or five eights once. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, 100%. and he's like, he's just pumping them, pumping that out. That's and and you that know, I like wild. he's he, and that's why you know, and, and that's what I said. Like, I was very lucky enough to have a relationship with him, mate. And I just, I like the bloke he is, man. Like he's just, he's, he's a bit different. Yep. I'd meet him down at Coogee for a coffee every now and then when I was out those ways, and we'd just be sitting there, and he just walk off. Didn't say anything. Go for a dip. Come back, and I was like, "Didn't say anything." Or, <laughs> but no, nah, he's a legend, mate. And yeah, yeah I, I'm pretty surprised he stepped down. To be honest, I, I, I think to be honest, and again, this is just outside looking in, and not knowing the, the finer details. But I think it was an insult to offer him a part-time role as a New South Wales Blues coach, especially with everything that he's done for for the state. In my opinion, now I'm a Queenslander, so obviously I'm bias and all that mm. but to offer freddie fitler a part-time role when he rides around all year and does all the stuff for the community i think that for him <laughs> he deserves better than that in my opinion i couldn't agree more yeah. like people will say results and everything it's a result driven business we mm. all know that but at the same time he loves new south wales mm. like he like you said he probably wouldn't have had to have done all that stuff mm. but he's obviously trying to promote the brand it's a brand like and, and and get the numbers going but at the same time when he was coaching you could tell that he that he loved it like freddie's not a serious guy mm. but you can tell when yeah it was he, serious because he because he, he cared yeah you know and you're right i actually agree with you like how can you a great who's done however much for the blues off the field mm. sorry on the field and then you know done his absolute best on it yeah probably a bit of a kick in kicking the well, teeth I, I just think he deserved either or be strong enough to go freddie mate thank you everything you've done but we believe that we need to go in a different mm. direction or you go mate some changes need to be made but you get the full-time role but that middle weird ground of going oh it's going to be part-time and all these other changes it's like i think he deserves at least the respect of going it's either on or it's off do you know what i'm saying rather mate, than this weird i couldn't for, for me personally yeah. i don't know if you'd be the same that middle ground in anything in life oh, sucks sucks because for me personally, mm. I'll be thinking, but well, I don't really, really want me here. Yeah. And that's, you know, in my career, mate, whenever I got a bit of love was when I played my best footy. Yeah. I never thought about, oh, maybe, you know, 
there was always speculation back at the dogs that forum was coming when des was there mm. speculation all the time but when des would pull me in and literally say mate he's not coming mm. i would have like a, just a stint yeah. of games where i'm just like you know what like and that's i don't know that's just me no, and no, like you, like even if freddie took the job i just feel he'd be like yeah i don't know yeah i don't i don't know if i'm i'm loved yeah or you know is this just a stopgap are they gonna am i gonna get extended am mm. i not like it's five month contract like what anyway yeah here's what it is um okay so you grow up you're playing footy were you and i know a lot of players you know when they get asked this it's hard to say because you don't want to sound like a dick <coughs> but w were you a standout player growing up or were you a battler or were you yeah no nah, battler mate mm. <coughs> and i'm not talking about this the other way too because i don't people stop no sob story no nothing but but i just train my backside off in any team I was in. Mm. And that's the only way I broke into it. Barry Ward, one of my old coaches, literally said to me, like, and, that, and I don't, don't care that he said it to me. He's like, literally, the only the way you would get into the teams was train. Yeah, well. In SG Ball, I think I played fullback, 5'8", halfback, lock, wing. But I just was in the team. Yeah, and, okay. I, and I sort of take pride in that. Like, I take pride in, you know, being that guy. I, at a young age, I, and this is one thing I, you know, I do speak to a lot of young Bulldogs guys coming through now, and you don't always have to be the superstar. Mm. This you don't yeah. like play a play a part. Yeah, and by you playing the part, will get you to those places you want to get. Mm. I just think a lot of young guys, you know, they see the Latrells and they see Nathan doing what they do, mm. and you, you you try and you do you try and base your game on them, yeah. base your game on them. But it doesn't matter if you're not him. Yeah. <clears throat> Find your own identity early. And that was probably one thing that, I, <clears throat> excuse me, I think I did early. Yeah. I did. And I was just okay with it. Yeah. I just went into these teams and it was actually a funny joke. The first preseason I got into, Harry Harris. Do you ever link up with Harry Harris? No, uh, not he's at all. a trainer anyway. Yeah, no, no. English fella. Hilarious. Yeah. Um, he would say to me, they've literally just brought you here to be the rabbit. <laughs> so, like, this is when Mick Ennis was there and. Mick was big on his training. Yeah. And so obviously, you know, like greyhounds, they chase a rabbit. That's, he goes, that's all you're here for. Wow. But in saying that, I was like, you know what? Good. Yes. I'm going to go uh, after it. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. I don't care why I'm here. I'm just here. Exactly right, mate. Yeah. So, yeah. No, nah, it's answered the question, mate. I, I wasn't. But at the same time, I just, yeah, I think it's a it's a hard thing to do when you're young. Like mm. to e accept that, you know, you, you might you might not be what you want to be, but at the same time, I think it helps you. Yeah. Because you realise, like, there's a role to be played. There's a, there's a, what am I going to say? There's a David Stagg in every team. Yeah. Why not get the accolades that he deserves? But, oh, my God, he makes those game-winning tackles. Yeah. I'd rather my son, eventually, if I do have kids, to be that guy. Mm. That's, that's, I, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mate, it's, uh, it's, it's really important for a young player because once you are honest with yourself and you know exactly what your strengths or weaknesses are you can build what you need to build mm. to make a side whereas if you want to be for example you want to be the the highlight real center but you don't have the strength to do that or the physique or whatever then you're, you're going to constantly be trying to make plays that don't work for the team mm. whereas if you realize you know what i'm not a highlight real center but I can defend better than any center in the game. Yep. You now come become known as the best defensive center in the comp. And there's two sides to the game. There's attack and defense. They're both equally important. I mean, yep. look at the, the Penrith Panthers. That's they built their whole premiership runs on defense. Mm. And and the perfect example of that is is Josh Morris, mm. I think. And this isn't saying Jay Moss was a great attacker mm. as well, but for me, the so probably 
for me personally, the best defensive centre I've ever seen mm. and played next to. I was lucky enough to play next to him and never felt so safe in my life. Mm. But for, for me, in a game, I'd rather that than, you know, obviously it's cool to see a centre bang feet on the out, but I just love one who never misses a jam. Yeah. Who's got your, you know, if you get if I get beat on the outside, he's got me. Yeah. It's just, there's, like you said, so much to both sides, mm. to rugby league in general. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so at what point, though, so you're battling, you're battling away. At what point did you, I guess, get the feeling, oh, like I might, you know, I'm doing well in reserve grade or well in, because I see here you progressed 2008, 2009, under 20s. But then you moved into the New South Wales Cup um, and named the Canary New South, 2010 New South Wales Cup Player of the Year. Um, was that a surprise? Not a surprise? Like, how did that kind of come about? Yeah, I reckon when I started playing with men mm. is when I started um, – because I didn't – under 20s, was I was in the first Toyota Cup um, team oh, ever. Really? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you got a bit of TV time yeah, and yeah. thought you were killing it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what – and I ha- like now I think about it, it was the worst competition ever because – all those guys that had done that hard yakka to play before first grade go back before a bunch of 20-year-old kids. Yeah. So it was, it was silly, but while I'm in it, I'm like loving it up. Yeah. Then I got into um, reserve grade, but maybe we had an unbelievable team. Yeah, so this we is had, when the 20s comp was crazy and then obviously New South Wales Cup was crazy. Yeah, so I, I was playing with the likes of like Brad Morin, Trent Cutler, um, Jared Hickey, some guys that have played a lot of first grade. Mm. Um and they just helped me out, mate. They really did. The best thing I loved about those blokes was whenever they not obviously they're at their stage. I was nowhere near that, but they wanted to be first grade every week. But whenever they'd come down, they'd just really give us the time of day. Mm. We were working and then coming to training after. And I just that's why we won because mm. we won two comps in a row. Actually, the comp, the club won three in a row. Wow, that in Reggie's holy. So like we had a great side, mm. um, but that's why because. They didn't think they were better than us. Like, they just – they embraced us. And for me personally, being the half in that team, I think that's what helped me grow. Mm. And, you know, you're not playing against kids anymore. And um, But I think the one moment, mate, was, you know, I, I, I debuted in 2011. Jimmy Dimmick gave me my start mm. at hooker. There was just a – it was um, sorry, Mick Ennis got ruled out. Mm. Play anywhere to debut, you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. So, <clears throat> played hooker. But then that next year was when Des come. Mm. Um, and they had Trent Hodgson and Chris Keating there, who were the halves. But there was one meeting I had with Des. It was just, I think it was maybe the first ever one. Never met Des before. Mm. Obviously heard he's a bit, a bit scary. <laughs> I'm a bit nervous, young, going yeah. there. And I think he, he just literally said something like, you're a 5'8". And I'd never really thought about playing 5'8". Like, mm. I'd play in halves, um, literally half back yeah. for... Um, New South Wales Cup, mm. played hooker off the bench, always had that utility tag. Mm. Um, but then, yeah, Des just said, you're a 5'8". And then, mate, from that day on, I just stuck with that. Because if he's telling me that, he just, he'd won comps with Manly. He'd, yeah. Des was, you know, at that stage, was known as my probably one of the best coaches at, at that time. Yeah, Still is. Yeah. But, yeah, so from that day on, mate, I, that, I think that was when the penny dropped. That Like, I just was like, you know what, just stick with that. Mm. Hold on to that. He's going to be the coach here for four years. Mm. Embrace that. And, yeah, I sort of never – I feel I never looked back from that conversation. Yeah, yeah, okay. someone backing me. Mm. And, you know, I feel that whole time I always had that. I didn't like the utility tag because sometimes it's it's probably why you're not getting into teams, but then sometimes it is why you're getting into yeah, teams. Do you know what sure. I mean? It's Absolutely. a bit of a weird one. Yeah. But then from that day on, mate, like I was like, nah, I'm having a crack at this and 
Yeah, yeah it was wow. good. So what year was your first preseason with um, first grade? So it would have been two ten. So it would have been two thousand and nine. Okay. Yeah. Is there? What did you remember from that pre? Because that's it's just a whole other level, and you see why the big dogs are the big dogs. Is there anything you remember from that first preseason? Just like how intense it is. Mm. Like you know, you go from um, probably like I actually reckon it's one of the hardest periods of your life mm. for me personally, and this is why I think some young guys drop off. Yeah. Like you go from working, um, you go from working a full day into um, training. You know, you go about eight hours on the shovel, four, three hours at training after you're getting home late. Man, that's a tough time in your life. Definitely. Like, there's not shying away from that. Like, that's it's hard work, and a lot of people still do it now to this day. Mm. But I think it teaches you values. Mm. I really do. And that's where I think some kids miss it when they go straight from school into NRL squads. Yeah. Um, but then once, you know, in, in 2009, when I got the nod to, to train with first grade, you just realise how, like, well, this is, this is it. Mm. Like, you're, you're not there yet. But you, you're sort of here, and this mm. is your one opportunity you get. Um, I, that's what I think. Those first couple of years, hanging around guys like Mick Ennis, Dean Hallitow, Stag, you like you, you just you have to fully be in. Mm. You can't hunt, you can't dip the toe in. Yeah. It's not about going out on Saturday night to Sapphire and oh. and drink. You know, like yeah. it's it because it, that's that's what you everyone thinks it is. Oh, these footy players they get everything they get to have the best lives but just seeing how methodical in their preparation you need to be for every day of training yeah and how in meetings whether you like it or not being a half you've got to have input yeah and just like it's just a big wake-up call yeah it really is you, some days you're like oh get me back on the shovel yeah mate, <laughs> when i have absolutely. to talk in front of like guys like that like yeah. it's just it's hard mate but at yeah. the same time it's everything you dream of as a kid yeah so um yeah, it was a, it was a, it's a rude shock. We've all been through it, yeah. but at the same time, mate, it's it makes you, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. Pre-seasons make you. Oh, and you, you're right yeah. in regards to it is probably the hardest period of your life because you've not only have you got so much work as you just suggested and like all the training and but it's also it's the pressure that you're putting on yourself of like this has to happen because if it doesn't happen, I feel like my life's going to end. Like that's yep. how much you want it, kind yep. of thing. Yeah. Um, Okay, so your debut, do you remember how your debut came about? Yeah, yeah. So it was, um, so Mick Ennis hurt his, I think he's hurt his neck yep. in origin or something like that. And <clears throat> yeah, I always had a really good relationship with Jimmy. He yeah. knew my dad from back in the day and stuff. Okay. So I always, it was good. It was actually, so coming into that squad, I sort of could have a laugh yep. and asking questions. Um, but then, yeah, so Mick got injured and Jimmy was like, he said something like, you want to play or what? <laughs> Just how he's like, I said, what do you mean first grade? And he goes, because I, I was thinking in my head, I was like, oh, the halves aren't out. Mm. But anyway, I was like, yeah, sweet. He goes, well, you're going to play hooker. <laughs> and then back in, those, like back in the day, I obviously, I was a bit, no, I had probably had no fear. Yeah. So like, I'm like, yeah, 100%, let's go. <laughs> like, you know, like as, as I'm speaking to him. Yeah. But then at the same time, I just remember who we were playing that week. It was a Friday, I think a Friday night, freezing cold in Canberra. Oh, yuck. And they had... Shillington, Leroy Lars, oh White, Tilts. Oh. And I'm just thinking, fuck, obviously, you've got to back yourself. You've got to yeah. be confident and pretend, like, yeah, yeah, sweet, Jimmy. Yeah, you don't want to be like, oh, I don't know, bro. You want to be deep like, deep down, yeah, mate, I was shitting myself. Yeah. And I just remember all week, that's all I was thinking of, their pack. <laughs> you know, I was trying to embrace the like, families over the moon and sort tickets. But I just remember, like, what are you going to do? 
what are you gonna do so literally i was just like mate just get line speed yeah and back then you could shoulder charge <laughs> so it was just like try and like try and get there and just stop the momentum yeah. and but yeah mate back to like it was it, it's it mate that's it you've, you've sort of everything you've dreamt of as, as a kid you've mm. got there probably not exactly how you want it but mate take, take it, it and just run with it um but mate yeah i just i just remember <clears throat> i honestly remember a moment just with my mum just like just because we were so close at that time mate and i just i just remember looking at her just saying like we've done it you know yeah. like because as you know your family's a big part of all of it and they all come down to canberra but i just don't think i'll ever that face that like she gave was just like super proud man yeah. like it's something like a hold close to my heart it's yeah. um, super special yeah mate it's uh you can try to put into words how much it means between you and the family because but you can't because no one what words could ever describe the day in day out support that your parents and i i recently just had my first uh child and it nice. fully hits home of like oh wow like imagining him achieve something like that mate i don't know how they're not running on the field hugging everyone you know what i mean <laughs> i don't know how because like if i i imagine him doing that i would be so proud like my head would explode yeah and so and what's crazy is and i'm sure you know it would be similar for yourself oh well I'm, I'm not sure but i'd assume like you know we didn't have any money growing up my mum used to drive everywhere like it was so tough for us like for her sorry not for us she yeah. made it easy yeah because she protected us and so did our father whereas like now it would like let's say i play in rl and my son ends up playing in a lot of sport it's less of an achievement because i've been privileged enough to build this life because of the sacrifices of my parents you understand yeah what I'm yeah of course i do mate. so that meaning that like that you would have had to go through to get what you got incredible and you don't realize it till now yeah you don't realize like why why wasn't you know why wasn't she eating what we were eating yeah like you know and like it's this isn't mate at the sob story because my mom like she's happy and 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 sweet right now but yep. it's just you don't you never get it as a mm. kid you expect it like well of course i should have this <laughs> yeah well mikey does mm. my best mate does you know mikey's but you know of course i should have a nice house or or even like even little things like man i've always got hand-me-downs like i always yeah. got hand-me-down boots like all the other kids i go to training they got the new boots like for when i was playing soccer a few of the kids all they had predators yeah and he used to sting they me they were the goats and I, I used to sting me so much that i didn't like them because i was like why do they get to have all this mm. money and just buy whatever they want i get fucking my brother's old shitty boots or whatever yeah uh but yeah so you, could, you wish you could tell your young self like shut like, up slap it slap yeah. slap yourself exactly. right? because they're like but it's true man yeah. you want like you, you see don't you want those boots like man you're like yeah. oh like they're mad you know they're so good yeah so but no nah, it's that's that's the journey though isn't it you, yeah. you're probably I, i'm probably doing it a lot of it right now mm. just retired yeah just reminiscing about yeah. a lot of things mm. decisions i made decisions i didn't make impacts like i probably get asked this a lot like impacts people have had in your life yeah you just yeah while footy's on you're on the roller coaster you never get to sit and be like this is why that, that happened or yeah, that's absolutely. why so it's nice to be able to do that now um do you remember anything from the game specifically well, I lost the game. I gave away the penalty, and <laughs> <laughs> they kicked the two, which is which is very unlike me. <laughs> I give away a penalty. That wasn't a, that wasn't a, a preview. <laughs> no, no, but no. I just honestly remember how cold it was, and I just never. I hate the cold, and I went to England weirdly <laughs> enough, but freezing cold and 
yeah, well, we're in the game, and that's what I just remember. Just get, just that's what because I had a good talk to Mick because mm. he's obviously the hooker at that time, and he's like, mate, just get line speed. So I just remember. I was pretty fit, so I was just like, every time I was like, bang, bang. It's like I was doing a yo-yo. Yeah. But then contact, but then back, <laughs> contact, backside. Yeah. Contact, backside. But, mate, what an, what an experience. And, mm. yeah, lucky enough to, you know, play a few games after that in that year and then, yeah, have a... And 2012 was incredible. Yeah. Um, but your first NRL try, though, surely you remember your first meeting. Oh, it's a good question. Was it? It was against uh, the Sharks. Sharky. I did there in the go. corner, and I got in trouble for it. Why? Because I laid up. Oh no! I laid up. I um. <laughs> well, like, look, I don't think I laid up because, look, to my in my defence, I done it my whole career. Yeah. Not laid up. Um, <laughs> now I, I I dive like it's a bit of a, a, bit, a bit of a swan dive, and I've yeah. all and I always sort of done it. But um, I remember Tony Gribaldi, just a hard nosed guy, like legend. Yeah. Loved him, but. I remember it was like I hit Cassiano short, come off my like right foot, hit him short. Cassiano broke through, backed up on the inside, and Nathan Gardner, quick as. Yeah. Remember quick. Nathan Gardner? Quick. Yeah, super quick. Um, so, yeah, it was sort of a race to the corner, but he reckons I could have went in a bit. Oh, really? But I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I could have, but, yeah, he was like, you swan, you swan dived, so he went further in the corner, <laughs> and the kick was hard. But, like, in saying that, we talk about, like, I took it on. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry, mate. Yeah, like, you know, sure. like, but You know what's hilarious is, like, <laughs> The younger generation listening right now, when you said laid up, they would have thought you like did some dance or something like that. Yeah. Whereas when we were coming through, layering up was like celebrating. Yeah. So like I remember I got in trouble by the boys, uh, scored the match winner against Cowboys, uh, 75th minute. Like it was a good try. And all I I I didn't intentionally layer up. It was just my body releasing all these emotions. <laughs> yeah. So I got up and grabbed the and did these ones. Bro, I got in trouble for that. For the badge grab. For the badge grab. Nah, see. Who, who was India? Mate, just the boys. The bo- fucking layering up. Oh. Like, yeah, Kimby, how mad, bro? How mad do you think you are? I love a badge grab. <laughs> I, I lived done. off it. <laughs> Mate, I got done for the badge grab. Match winner as well. Match winner see, I, I sold out I Suncorp. object to that. <laughs> I, I, I do, I do. I, whoever whoever was India, I was like, come on, boys. Let him, <laughs> let him have that moment. Oh, mate. Fucking so. It's, it's just funny how it changed. Like, layering up back in the day was literally, if you don't, because we always used to get told, you score a try, <laughs> you put your head down and you walk back to halfway. So yeah, if yeah. you watch, well, you don't have to watch my debut, but in my <laughs> debut I scored. Yeah, let's watch it right now. So in my debut I scored and if you watch, it was literally a, a 75 metre try. So it was, a, it was a good try. That's a great try. <laughs> I um, I put debut. it down. Debut, yeah. It was, it, it, I was, it was all Wayne Bennett. So You're not allowed to layer up? No, not at all. So I, I <sighs> basically kick return. Chip Chase, Wayne Bennett said, basically Wayne Bennett said to me at the start of the game, I said this, told this story before, so apologies for listeners. Wayne Bennett said at the start of the game, get really deep because we know that uh, Brett Stewart um, loves a chip. Like, should I, Orford? Orford would have been Orford, yeah. yeah. Orford, they love a chip. So you get deep, they're going to think you're, you're quick. They're going to think that, oh, he's too deep. And so midway through the game, Laurie Daly actually comments on saying, oh, you know, Rookie's playing really well, but he's, he's way too deep. But I've been told by Wayne to get deep to draw the chip chase out. Anyway, so they do the chip. I, I gather the chip, run through, score the try. And if you watch the video, I put it down. And I just put my head down and walk back. Uh, because we were always told by all the older boys, if you fucking layer up, get out of wow. here. And that, but you know what I find funny about that? <coughs> At the Broncos, right? Yeah. Wendell Saylor. I know. Surely he layered up. He's the, he's the king of it. He, but that, like, he had that unique – like another quick story. We got caught going out uh, – uh, Wednesday, me, Darius, uh, Carmichael, Hodjo. Anyway, so only me and Darius got called in the office and Wayne Bennett 
blow up at us. Not blow up, but just got angry at us. And we had the audacity to say, but like, Kay Hodjo. And he was like, are you Carmichael Hunt? Are you Justin Hodges? No. And I think the Wendell Saylor situation as well is like, that's dealt yeah. so he can get away with yeah. it maybe. I don't know. And who, um, well, even right now, but I ain't telling Del you can't do anything. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> do exactly. whatever you want, man. <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, so that first year happens. The second year, 2012, was obviously the grand final uh, against the Storm. But walk us through that year because I'm assuming probably looking back, it's just like all this crazy blur for you. But, I mean, first of all, what an incredible year. But second of all, what, what stands out for you in that season? Oh, mate, probably just <clears throat> the way we attacked. Mm. It was, I don't know if you remember, but it was pretty much when we, the first team to start playing through the forwards. Yeah. James Graham, Sam Cassiano, Greg Eastwood had all those silky hands. Yeah. And as we were talking about before, all the locks do it now. Yeah. Everyone plays like it through the forwards pretty much. Yeah. But I just remember how good it was because for me personally as well, like I had Benny Barber there mm. who was untouchable. 2012. Literally un untouchable. Mm. But like just just remember like defensive reads, mm. <laughs> like when they're just playing the simple like, you know, whatever we call it now, bear shape. But like guys were jamming from like centre to try and get me and it was just yeah. I just sometimes it just opened up and you just go, how good is this? And it's I almost just, like too easy to it. Like not too easy, but it felt like what what's happening? Yeah, because that like we just knew because we backed the process and mm. like that's is why, you know, I love Des for how much he improved my game. Mm. And you know what, to be completely honest, it was probably a, for any half in the game, and we used to cop a bit of criticism, it was a bit of a kick in the guts because we didn't get our, our hands on the ball first. Mm. So I remember talking to Hocko about it saying like, is it? Why is no one else playing like this? Like, yeah. why is it only us? But it, but yeah, it probably was because like I'm not. I wasn't the greatest ball player. Mm. Not probably different to Hocko. Hocko's a good ball player, but maybe mm. it was just a bit because you know he, he felt that you know Jimmy Graham come over and had silky hands. Mm. Cassiano same thing. So they're like half, big halfbacks. Yeah. So um, it's probably the one thing I remember. Just just the, especially because I play now, mm. and I know how easy people read like what we were doing yeah, back then. Yeah. Everyone's like, are you serious? <laughs> going to try that little bear thing you tried? But um, that it's, was a, probably a It's standout. funny you say that because I was playing um, reserve grade at the time. We were playing reserve grade bulldog side. And that was that that was the whole video session. Was talking about how you boys, your forwards ball play. Yeah. And so, and you guys definitely did introduce that to the, like people say, oh, um, ball play, forwards have ball played before, but not in the system the way the Bulldogs did it that year. No. Nah. Not at all. Like we don't, was, we don't every play. Yeah. Like literally we, Maybe a bit, one or two plays on try line mm. that mean whoever the halves were would have touched the ball first off the hooker, but everything else we literally played through the whole yeah. way, the yeah. whole way through. And but I wasn't complaining because, mm. like, yeah, we were scoring tries off the back of it. And yeah, as I just mentioned before, like a lot of attention was around Benny, mm. so like we were just our us as halves, we just we'd slot in anywhere and play yeah. off the back of it. So, mate, that was obviously a big thing, but then yeah. That grand final, mate, it was really upsetting because, like, I just and I hate saying it, but I, I do like we should have won. Mm. Like we, everything we done that year, we done the exact same thing. But Melbourne just got that last finger on it. You know, every pass that year, Benny, Benny nailed. Yeah, but okay. you know, twice. I know I, I had a conversation with someone. I think it was see, um, this a wanger, this a wacker, um, the milk wanger. Yeah, he, he, it was him. Yeah. And for some reason, well, Melbourne jam mm. every time. It just got the fingers on it. Yeah. And then you just go, oh, and what could have been, you know? Yeah. But at the same time, Melbourne were too smart. You mm. know, they they picked me apart personally, mm. like sending me out, sending me under. 
And it just, yeah, look, it's it's one of those ones where I will, I never got to win a grand final. I played in two. The South one, I don't, I feel this one hurts more. Yeah, okay. Because I feel we we're more in it. Yeah. Um, and we just had the team to win it. Yeah. And that just, yeah, really sucks. <laughs> what, what was the, anything you remember from the build-up or anything? Like the fans just going crazy in that? Oh, man. Like nothing ever. Mm. That, like, I say it now, like the fans were not, so the main shape of Bel- Belmore, Bellwood Road, um, like, Cops weren't blocking it off. Fans were. <laughs> so, like, the boys are just ripping out the, the WRXs, literally blocking off both ends of the street, ripping out mad burnouts and, like, just the whole week. Mm. Like, I remember li- I remember um, living – so, I, well, I lived there. Yeah. Five, 400 metres away, so I could hear the drums. Wow. I would hear them every day, mate, and just, like – I remember I, I remember a quick story. I come down with my mate once. I was like, man, because I might not – who knows? You might not ever get, get him on again. Mm. So I wanted to just see what was going on in the street. Mm. So we drove down um, in the car, like slowly. The street was packed, <laughs> slow, slow, slow. And mate, like s- someone's like someone's like seen in the window. Yeah. And mate, just ripped the door open, <laughs> got me out on the sh- on the shoulders. And this is like grand final week. <laughs> and I'm just praying, Des, please don't Des see this, please, because he's obviously going to think, oh, I've gone down there. Like, well, carry on. down there, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I literally got, yeah, like got ripped out of the car and mate, but funny experience. And so you're sitting on someone's shoulder, just going like going like that. <laughs> it's just, oh. that's all I was thinking about. But I was like, no, no, please don't, man, please don't. Yeah, like, but yeah. then that's all I was thinking about, like Des, what's he going to say? Mate. What is he honestly going to say? To yeah. But, but mate, thank I'm God not, it's not today because phones would have been straight out. Oh, gone. It would have been on the news straight, straight away. away. Well, they, they phones, phones <laughs> were still around then, but not as much. Yeah. Every, that's all everyone does now. Well, it used to be, even then, it was almost uncouth to film people and send it to, to the media or, yep. or send it to your mates. Now it's like, as soon as something happens, it's almost normalized to do that stuff, which it's is weird to me. But. So funny now we go to big events and people are watching stuff through their face. It's crazy. Yeah. It's actually, it's, it's crazy how. Enjoy the moment. Yeah, like, absolutely. You know what I mean? it's yeah, so you lose that GF. As a young fella, are you thinking, well, is it actually, sorry, is there any player that stood out for you in the Storm side in that game where you were just like, far out, this guy is special? Well, we'll take your pick. <laughs> Kronk, Smith, Slater. Oh, man. The one guy that got me got me good that day, and look, I'm, I'm happy to talk about it now, was like Ryan Hoffman. Mm-hmm. We always used to have a really good battle, me and him. Yeah. I'd just like, you know, try and get into him and um, he's the nicest guy ever because I ended up being in, in um, Origin with him and stuff. So yeah. we, we actually roomed together. <laughs> so it was a bit awkward. But yeah. when I say that, like all good. Like yeah. in, it wasn't like, yeah, you know, I get in games, a bit excited sometimes. But <laughs> he just like, they just yeah, read me really well. Like, because they obviously, they, they knew how our defence worked. They knew we were very jammy on, mm. on the outside, Jack, Josh Morris and whatever. Mm. Um so just his like lines he was running on me got me i don't know if you remember like you remember the try but it was sort of that play where um so the back row were running straight sort of took me out and that was my job in the bulldogs system that, that take the back rower no matter what he does just take the back take rower. the back rower mm. so for me it was actually quite easy as a half because all you got to do is you know and i didn't mind having a having a whack yeah whereas like now it's like back row full back back where yeah. am i going so like he took first time he took me out and bang, like Cooper Cronk goes in, no looker, Billy Slater around the back, yeah, gone, yeah, gets me. Oh, and then next one, so I see Billy sniffing around the middle, so I'm mm. like, all right, they're, they're coming again. <laughs> sort of does that play, but Billy slides out the back, Inu jams, 
that little outline gone. Yeah. So it's just everyone everyone says like there's but he was he was a great manipulator of halves, mm. I felt, as a back rower. Mm. Um just yeah. And he got me on the big stage, unfortunately. But you know what, man? It's one of those things, isn't it? You can look back and well, when you look back and you go, mate, you're in your second year of first grade. Yeah, like, against, but still, still hurt. I would, man. I would still hurt for sure. Oh. But as a fan looking in, you go, okay, you got Cam Smith, <laughs> Billy Slater, Cooper Cronk, and Hoffman. Like you, it's if you're gonna get done by someone. At least they're a high quality. You know what I mean? At yeah, least you're not yeah. getting done yeah, yeah. by a, a spine that two years later wasn't even playing. <laughs> they're just day. licking their lips going, we got it. <laughs> the Melbourne Storm is got it. Mate. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, it would be absolutely heartbreaking. What do you reckon you learnt the most from that grand final as a young? Because you're what? You would have been like 21 years old at that stage. Yeah. Yep. Um, that's a good question, man. I don't... I just think... For me personally, like that was my first big game, mm. um, and it's hard not to let the occasion get the better of you. Um, I actually didn't have like I had some good stats in the game. Not mm. that that means anything, but like not that the occasion got me. But probably just around make sure your preparation is exactly the same. Yeah, because okay. a lot goes in a grand final week. Yeah, yeah, you, 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 there's a lot, man. Like mm. you got to be at the breakfast, which is different. You got to media every day mm. you got fans at training sessions it's hard like it's but but you want to embrace it at the same time and enjoy it yeah but i suppose if i was telling my young self me you know me right now tell my young self like just prep exactly the same mm. and any other that's probably any other game big game that's what i learned yeah okay make sure you've got a game to play at the end of the week um but then, yeah, you find the balance a bit later. Like you, yeah. you, you know what you can do, you know what you can't do. You know, you know if you are going to a breakfast, you know don't indulge in the the big buffet before, <laughs> even though it's there. Just little yeah, things like little that, things. I guess. Yeah. Um, and then the next year, you make your Origin debut. Do you remember how that came about? Yeah, not well. They didn't play straight away, but yeah, I remember. You know, Loz, um, I got called into the squad, mm. um, but I had to have a, a train off. With um, Johnny Sutton. So weird. It <laughs> Walks was, through the train up. Oh, mate. Like, so Loz has brought us in. Oh, mate. Obviously stoked to be even yeah. in the question. Um, and then uh, he's like, look, boys, he's obviously a part of the squad, but um, I'm not sure if I want to go with like a, a 14 utility or a bigger body. Mm. Um, so he pretty much just said, look, we're going to have a train off. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, right, a train off. So like, so he said, yeah, so to have this first day, flush the system out, um, get on the you can get on the beers with the boys this night, but just know by Wednesday mm. I'm gonna make a decision. Mm. So I was actually a bit nervous because so you got because obviously the I don't know if it's still the same now, but the origin piss up the first night was like a big thing. Yeah. It was like spoken about and whatever happens and you're just like, Oh, I'm so nervous. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time I was worried because I was like, Man, I've got a big train off soon so but anyway i indulged it, <coughs> i indulged on the monday because i was like i've got to be a part of that yeah the folklore yeah. but i don't think it would have been able to get away with it anyway like yeah that they just like pulling you anyway <laughs> it was fun but yeah look when tuesday come um we had that first day and i just remember being so nervous the one thing i remember being so nervous about was he wanted me to play hooker mm. off the bench possibly and I just remember my left to right off the ground was stinking <laughs> oh mate i was like harbour bridges and i just remember that's what i wanted to 
practice that day. Yeah. But I just remember I, I grabbed one of the trainers. Mm. I just said, man, can you just let me do a few off the deck? Um, and, mate, I was just like whizzing them. Oh, no. And I was just like, no, this is what i got to practice. I'm out. Stay there for ages and whacked a few out. Anyway, so night, the morning comes of the next morning and I was so nervous. Cause I was like, what's this going to consist of? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what's going to go? Right, yeah, boys. Yeah. We got the train off. We're going to have like a race. You know, you used to race at the, at the grounds. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, it was just more or less like, yeah, he just slotted this in where we thawed. And yeah. um, I was just, mate, doing my best. Like, probably doing stuff I shouldn't have done. Like, running, and, uh, doing outrageous things. But then at the same time, I was just trying to be like composed and yeah. just fanging those balls out in front. And yeah. I actually think I threw a, a stink or two oh, no. out in front. I think it would have been Maloney or Piercy dropped, like dropped it. Yeah. And I was like, great. I've lost it. I'm like, oh, I've lost the train off. Yeah, yeah. But then, yeah, anyway, mate, the day, the day comes and then we go back to our room and I was like, I'll let you know in about an hour. Mm. So I had a meeting and then, um, yeah, finally come in. He's like, mate, I'm going to go with you. And I just literally remember I was being, we were in the hallway um, of the um, Nova, uh, in Kuji. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, man, like I just remember grabbing my phone, ran straight out, like bawling my eyes out because it was just, it just added to the, the yeah. build up, you know, like yeah. it was my first ever one. And mm. I was just, I remember like as we spoke about before, the family's on edge. I just remember mm. ringing like everyone, like, I'm in, I'm in. And yeah, it was a, it was a crazy but, but cool moment. Yeah. Um, and I'll actually never forget it. Just I just remember like being like, it's a different type of nerve, man. Like I'd played three years, no, two years, no, three years, sorry, and played the grand final, but mm. it was a, just a different type of nerve. Yeah. It was it was crazy. The whole state, I guess, just yeah. on your back. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Um, so you didn't debut that game, but you obviously debuted the next game. Yeah. What's that feeling like running on? Yeah. So it was a weird start, you know, mm. like go through the train <laughs> off and then old Loz decides <laughs> not to throw me on, but... Look, all in all, yeah, you, you, you don't care, mm. honestly. Like, yeah, it, it's, it's, I know I've, I've prided myself on being that team guy, and mm. it, Loz just said, "Mate, I just didn't feel the need to get you in because the game was close that game." Yeah. And I was like, "Mate, no worries." Mm. Everyone always asked me, "Did you get the matchy?" <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Oh, but um, but no, but then yeah, mate. When I got onto that the second time, he's like, "Mate, I'm definitely going to use you." Mm. So. I knew he wouldn't have said that to me before the game if he, you know, yeah. didn't mean it. So I just remember being on the bench and um, just a million things going through my head, mate. Yeah. Like that's – because that's like, you know, as I was speaking about when I went up before, like I just – to be honest, I just didn't think I um, belong there. Mm. And that's just oh, – that was just my own demons I had. I just was like, man, like it's crazy. Mm. It's just, and I just remember sitting on the bench thinking weird stuff. Yeah. Like I did. I was just like – but then I just snapped out of it. I was like, you know what? Grow up, wake up to yourself, like have a crack. That's all you got to do. Yeah, that's sort of all, like all you you prided yourself on your whole career and what just because you're here now. Like, anyway, mm. so I just remember when I first run on at Hooker, running around like a headless chook. My mate, um, Blocker's son Liam Roach actually says to me, he goes, I just remember it for some reason. Like you were running to get to tackles from like C, <laughs> where you know you shouldn't have been anywhere near it. But then I wouldn't get into that tackle. And then he said, I'll come at A, and then they shift it. Anyway, the final, the final, my first ever one was. I remember whoever the half was, could have been Cooper Cronk or someone. He was doing a drop play with Papali and I sort of half read it. And mate, I just said, I'm going here. <laughs> and half tried to whack him. And I've just come off second base. He sort of went a bit back. Yeah. And he's and, and Liam just says like, like, what makes you want to do that? <laughs> like, like, why would you pick out like Papali like, yeah. out of all people? But yeah. I think it was just all that nervous energy. And, um, but yeah, mate, ended up 
you know, playing and it was unbelievable, mate. Yeah. Like an experience I'll my most probably proudest moment mm. um in my whole career to be able to put on that blues jersey. Um it was something, you know, as kids we all dream of it as kids and mm. yeah, it had, it had a, a twist to it, like my life usually does, but it was in the end, mate. So so grateful. Yeah. Very grateful. Um, and then the next year, you'll see that incredible year. Like, how does it feel to think of that 2014 Origin, you know, series? And then obviously you made the grand final, but that series is, you know, drought-breaking series. Walk, walk us through the series. Like, what what's special about it? What stands out for you? Well, I just think you just got to, you know, if we had both lineups right now, right next, which I mean, look at one, two, mm. three, that we probably, our team would probably win two, mm. if that, yeah. like, you know. Hayne versus Slater mm. at that time, very close. I reckon yeah. Hayne in his prime. But then, he, you, you know, BMO, like we'd, we'd be very close. It would be very close to getting two. Yeah. Because, like, you just look at that team. Like, you, you only just look at it stacked as. Yeah. And, mate, like, funnily enough, like, all the Queensland media, Courier Mail and that were like, they, I think there was an article, like, I don't know what it was. It was like, who let the duds out? Oh really? Yeah, like me and Hocko because wow. they picked us. Yeah, or something. Yeah, okay. well, I think I've still got the um, mad. That's weird mad. that my mum kept that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, yeah, like just because, like, and that's mate, you do think that because, like, yeah. they have an aura about them. Like, this is like, I'm not, I'm not talking like a, like it's not even like a Penrith, like or, or a Melbourne Storm, or it's like a. Like, you look at all that, like you look at Thurston, Cro they're all playing together. I know it's, it's crazy. So like, never for, happened again. I don't reckon. For us, like we just, I just remember going in and saying, like, you look at, like, I was remember listening to guys like Greg Bird, Gow, like Farrah, they'd all been a part of all that eight year of hardship. Mm. You know, they'd all been there. So I just remember them going, like, the only way we're going to beat them is if we go after them. Mm. We can't give them what they want. We can't. So, yeah, for, and I was just like, <laughs> that suits me. <laughs> yeah, <thanks. laughs> Let me off the leash. Let's go, man. Like, you know, like, and that's the thing. It was actually good because, Coming into camp, it was, it was a bit different for me and Hocko because mm. um, like Des was a very controlling coach. He wanted to, you know, in meetings he spoke a lot. Mm. Usually like these days, our Harbs do a lot of the talking. Yeah. But then even, yeah, back then Des done it all. But then Loz sort of come up to us and said, boys, like you got to take control of this team. Mm. That's probably the first time that we had to take full proper control. Yeah. So I just remember sometimes like an example like Farah Mm. yelling out at me saying what like what do you want yeah like, what, like honestly like but he's just like used to that whereas like i'm used to saying like oh um jimmy graham like you you go i'll play out the back yeah things okay. like that so it's just a bit different that's yeah. probably i don't know why but i do remember that mm. just being how hard it was to be able to bloody tell tell like um yeah hainsy jump out the back yeah, go over there like, or do, do this, mind? Or yeah, yeah but that's it but it made me grow as a player yeah. i think mate um but yeah just that series, mate. That first game up in Queensland, mm. the hardest game I've ever played in. Yeah. Ever. Oh. Mens like mentally, physically, I just I just never, never been so tired in my life. I couldn't mm. think. Yeah. Loud crowd. Yeah. Throwing four X's at you. <laughs> but like, it's just, I, know, I just remember like the, the relief after just holding on. Mm. I can't remember the score. It was very close. It was like maybe eight, six, something ridiculous. Like, just going like, wow, we've beaten them in Queensland yeah. for the first time, like in a long, long time. And yeah. it was just such a such a relief. Mm. But then you got to go back and win it in Sydney. And mm. so, mate, like just the weeks in camp, it was because like for once, the pressure was probably on us. Yeah. Like pressure, like because Queensland, they won for seven or so years. Mm. So, but then you've, you've got the best opportunity that, you know. Yeah, you got that Suncorp win. 
So it's like, the, here it is, boys. The opportunities are in front of you. And then, then that's added pressure itself. Mm. Not only are you, the, the, the halves for New South Wales, that he's probably one of the most scrutinised positions in the, in, yeah. in rugby league. Oh, easy. You know, like Paul Pearce used to cop it for years. Oh, like he used to be a gun, but, yeah. you know, in the Origin Arena, they rip him to shreds. Yeah. And it was bullshit, to be honest. But anyway, but then, then so you, I'm thinking about all this stuff through the week, you know, like mm. I, I just, that was one thing I probably, just, I just always, you know, I had to always get rid of self-doubt and yeah. I learned to deal with that. Yeah. But then, yeah, you just like, but then I'd walk into the team room and you got like Luke Lewis there and you're like, man, we've got some guns here too. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So it was a just, it was, it was a great feeling, mate. I remember the week being a bit training good, but everyone being a bit like. Edgy kind of. Yeah, yeah. Edgy. Yeah. Edgy's probably the best word for it. Like a few balls down at training and Oof. you're like, come on boys. Like. Yeah. And you know like, what's at stake, you know. That's what it was, yeah. honestly, mate. And and I just think everyone knew how close we were, mm. especially that core group of blokes that had yeah. never hadn't, hadn't won and mm. got to Sydney, mate. And mm. I just remember that game being a little bit different. Like mm. Queensland were probably a bit more dominant at the start, but then we edged our way back, edged our way back, got in front with about five to go, and then the, the scuffles happened. And I just remember, I just had a feeling of, I think we've got them. Yeah. Not, yeah. no, I don't even know if we're going to win the game, but I just think mentally we've got them. Yeah. Like I just, you just never see that. Like yeah. you never see it. And mate, we were lo- like, I was loving it. Like it was my, like, <laughs> I think, I think John O'Thurston writes about it in his book like that. You know, I, I got under his skin like yeah. that. That's, <laughs> like, that's, what I, that's what I said to him. I said to me, Mrs. One day, I was like, oh, I'm going to be, no, like, I love that. I'm in his book. <laughs> yeah, <100%. laughs> That's like my proudest moment. <laughs> like, Absolutely. I'm JT's book. But, <laughs> I got under his skin. Yeah. Like, I mean, I had some, like, mate, but had some, like, crazy battles with him like mm. and the thing was I, I love after that game that i was able to be like mate i totally respect you yeah like it's sure. just as soon as i like i'm just i've lost it like, <laughs> and i'm happy to say that but like yeah. yeah had utmost respect for them but then mate yeah obviously after that got to celebrate and man didn't they sydney just put it on for us yeah. like every mate it was the funnest i think Rob, robbie farrow went out for seven days straight wow so like that's a, a, a great <laughs> effort um but yeah it's just cool mate <laughs> That was like my parade moment, you mm. know, like I didn't <laughs> get to get one for the GFs and stuff. Yep. But um, went to Suncorp and got whacked in game three, but Who cares that's after okay. That. Yeah, <laughs> you got the series, you got the series. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, incredible. Uh, we've already spoken a little bit about the, the grand final uh, in 2014. I guess, I think you had a couple injuries heading into that grand final, didn't you? Yeah. If I remember correctly. Yeah, we did, yeah. And it just didn't seem to be your moment, to be honest. Like outside looking in anyway. Yeah, it was, mate. Yeah. You're exactly right. But you know what? It was it was actually, I th- for some reason, I thought we were going to win that one. Yeah, I okay. just had a, the Melbourne one, I, before the game, I was like, it's going to be a toughie. Mm. But I just, because the way it happened, like we finished seventh. Mm. We beat Melbourne in Bel- Melbourne in Melbourne first semi, yeah, which are. is like rare. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like that. And we, and we didn't, but we flogged them mm. 30 to six something. Yeah. And then we beat another good side. I think it was Manly. In the, in, a, in the one before, and they were a gun side, Stuart Brothers. And then we beat Penrith, who were flying. Mm. And then, mate, like, comes grand final day, and I'm like, mate, I'm feeling good. Because we'd already been there. Mm. We, we'd already been in JF. We knew what we had to do. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but, yeah, <laughs> everyone always says, like, I was made for South. I was ringing the bell and that. <laughs> and I was like, I say to people, do you actually think we're in the shed going, Oh, that South Bell spring. Who gives up? It's honestly, but like that's why I love Bulldogs fans. Without like, they're like, nah, that Bell, that South Bell. <laughs> and I'm like, 
<laughs> you can't be serious. You can't think that we're sitting in a shed thinking about a little bell. Oh, like thinking, nah, we got no chance. <laughs> we're done here. Oh, man. It's just, I actually, I love them to death. Oh, that's why I love them because they're like, oh, they'll, they'll find anything. Nah, it's yeah. got to be the bell. Nah, oh. If we, the bell wasn't ringing, we would have won. But, oh. but yeah, maybe we, I don't know if you remember the game. We were in it up into our ears like for, for a long time. But yeah. then I think one of the Burgess brothers scored a try from nowhere. Mm. And then they just went, try, try. English try, mm. go on, uh, game over. <laughs> the ga- go yeah, on, ended go it. game over. But <laughs> yeah, like made another one. Like I just, yeah, but it really does, mate. Like I might be having a laugh about it now, but it burns me. Like I oh, played in two sure. and lost two. Yeah, like it kills me. Mm. Like I, I don't even know. Like I don't even. <clears throat> everyone says you got the rings and stuff. I don't even want to show the, but it's just for something inside me. Like. I probably yeah, like he, as a player, you just want to win one. Yeah, like and sure. people say, but you won Origin. But I know winning a, a grand final with the boys, yeah, it, it would be ten times better. Mm. Um, so yeah, mate, it, and I, I, I honestly used to have sleepless nights over it, like thinking, why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? But look, now, now I sit back and think about it. I'm, like I'm okay with it, yeah. but it does mean it burns. You can me. analyze it without. You know, fully getting worked up about yeah. it. it just kind of stings. It's I just constant, man. Do you know what, mate? I just would have loved to have been able to bring a trophy home for the for the fans and stuff mm. and all the the community because I was from there. Yeah, I just think it would have just put like, mate. I'm I'm super happy with my career. Like, mm. so like not even the way I played, but just everything I got to experience, mates I made, journey. But if I got, it was I was able to do that for the for the era that I grew up, mm. it would have been super special. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously you continue to play at the doggies, but um, would have been, what was it, 2017, 18 that you mm-hmm. went to the Tigers? Yep. So how did that all come about? Because clearly, <coughs> you know, you love the Bulldogs. I'm assuming you would never want to leave, but how did that come about? To yeah. It was so, mate, it was, I've said it before, it's the toughest decision in my life. Mm. Um, so it was a bit of a it was a bit of a weird one, and I still to this day don't know exactly what happened. Mm. Um, but it was a there was a bit of a um, I'll say it. it was a bit of a uh, a battle between you know, Bulldogs is a big club. Mm. There's always high stakeholders, um, and there was a, there was a bit of a, a battle between who was in charge. You mm. know, like. Um, so I just remember me being like hearing so many mixed different things from a few different parties. Yeah. And I just didn't know to believe, you know, speak to your manager, I trust him in my whole life. Um, and he was just like, I just don't think it's going to happen. And I was like, why, but like, what is it? Like what? I just remember being so emotional, yeah. man. I just remember snapping his head off yeah. and, and he was like, mate, what can I do? Yeah. And now I look back and I'm like, he couldn't have done, he couldn't have done nothing because yeah. that's their decision. Right. But yeah. I just remember being so hurt by it. Mm. Um, just, yeah, I remember there was a day where he said, look, mate, I think you're going to have to leave. Yeah. And it broke my heart. Yeah. Just like shattered me. Cause I just wanted to be a one club man. I always did. And like, like at a stage there, I thought I could have been mm. like, everything was going good. And realistically though, I honestly think because like that tender at the Bulldogs, like five or six years, like we actually, we made the semis every time mm. we made two GFs. But I, I actually agree with this. We didn't win it. Mm. But at a big club like that, that's still not even good enough. Mm. And I, 
and I probably learnt that as I left. But at that time, I was like, really? Like, man, I'm You're doing well. Yeah, yeah. like, <clears throat> but mate, um, yeah. So, yeah, with that sort of power struggle, I was in the mix of it, and I didn't know what to do, and. Mm. And obviously, mate, I had an offer from the Tigers, I had an offer from the Sharks, and I had an offer from the Bulldogs. Mm. So that's the one thing, like, as well, people... I had an offer from the Bulldogs. So, like, people, like, they kicked you out. They didn't kick me out. Like, I could have stayed. Mm. But at the same time, like, those two offers compared to the Bulldogs, mum, was... Like, not even close. Yeah. It was, like, embarrassing. Yeah. It was. It was, like, really, like... You like, may as well not offered anything and just well, said, mate, we don't want you. Yeah, like th- that middle thing. Yeah. You know, like we talk about that before and I'm just like, you know, and people question, oh, well, you wanted to be a bulldog for life. And I say, yeah, but it works both ways, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, of yeah. course I would, would, would want it to be. I would have loved to have been. Mm. But at the same time, it's like, you know, that love, like, you know, someone else, like they're showing like that. that's what they think you're worth. Mm. That's what they think you're worth. And, and then the bulldog. So in the end, mate, rips me breaks my heart now mm. to, to to think about it because i just didn't like even now i don't know i think about should i have just taken that yeah just taking the unders and yeah. yeah but then but then i wouldn't been able to you know have what i've had off the field like it's just yeah. life mate and it sucks mm. and it's a bloody business and i hate it but yeah i had to leave mate well uh, we were short on time but i definitely i want to hear coming back how that all happened. We'll have to get this. I mean, there's so many years we've still got to go, so we'll have to do a part two eventually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I want to hear coming back to the Bulldogs, what it meant, and then running back on that field again. Yeah. Sorry, man. I'm chewing, chewing your ear no, off. No, no, no. Not at all. You'd probably be like, get this guy out of here. <laughs> no, no, no. He's <laughs> <laughs> a busy man. He's yeah. a busy man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but no, mate. Honestly, like the journey where I went from ringing Gus, nagging him to come back. <laughs> so how it first started was I just messaged him to come back to the club. Okay, was, as, a, as a coaching role Yeah, or anything, man. Yeah. Like I always wanted to. Yeah. I always wanted to give back somehow because mm. even though like, like we just spoke about it, I didn't have any um, hard feelings towards the club because the people that even, you know, that I might not have been happy with are gone anyway and the club gave me so much. So mm. I just wanted to come back, maybe help out the juniors um, or something like that. But then... Um, yeah, come to a stage where I was in hole and I was like, yeah, I think I'm done. I'm going to retire. Yeah. But then there was just, I went on a nice Europa trip. <laughs> I had a lot of time to think and I just was like, you know what? I want to get one more crack if I can, yeah. but only at the dogs. Yeah. I don't want to go anywhere else. So I just remember coming home um, or Gus saying, yep, let's have a meeting. And I could tell he was like... Do you really want him, man? Like, and I remember the meeting was in Brighton, the Sands. We were hiding <laughs> um, with, with my manager George, and um, he just he was like, "Mate, love to have you back." But he goes, "Do you know what you you know what you're in for?" Mm. And he's and he's just like, "You haven't played in the NRL in three or so years." And I said, "Look, mate, like, I know exactly what I'm in for, and I know what I want to do. And once I've sort of put my mind to it, mm. there was no." Like, if he said no, I would have taken it. But yep. at the same time, I was like, nah, I, I really want to give this one more crack. And mm. I think, so I spoke to my manager after, and he's like, he's only trying to look after you. Yeah. In a sense of he doesn't want you to ruin what you had here. Yeah, for sure. And I, mate, I respect that. Mm. I didn't see it at the time. Yeah. And I was like, nah, man, like, just tell him to give me a crack, like, shaking him. <laughs> but, like, yeah, it was, which was nice because, like, I suppose I could have, you know, possibly went out there and made a bit of a fool of myself. Like, mm. let's be honest. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, got to it and 
got in the, the first couple of days of preseason, I was like starting all over again, walking yeah. into the, the room and stuff. Mate, the smells, the nostalgia, everything. Oh, man, like I hadn't seen the place in a long time, yeah. how much it changed. And, mate, they've done a great job. Like even just like I love it. Like they got all the names on the boards and all that. Like yeah. that just giving me like I know it's a bit of a cliche, but I, for me it meant so much. I was yeah. on that board yeah. and I was like, you know, I know these young guys are looking up at that. And Oh, mate, first day, like cause same thing. I was like, I'm gonna go after this fitness. Yeah. I'm nowhere near as fit. Yeah. Mate, I'd I'd taken a battering from 2017 to 2023. Yeah. In, including like being overseas and just yeah. being back from Europe. So <laughs> anyway, take on the yo-yo first day and torture. <laughs> Went nowhere near as good as what I thought. But do you know the crazy thing was people were backing me, like the staff who were there. Yeah. Pretty surreal. A few of the people had already been there. And I was like, no, 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 don't do this. Don't put this pressure on me because I'm not the same guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so go okay. Walk off thinking, yes, I got through it first day. Trav Tumor Trav comes over and goes, boys, we're going again. Double yo-yo. And I was like, really? <laughs> I'm 34, man, come on. But I, I, he actually tried, but I was like, no, nah, no, nah, I, I want to have a crack. And, yeah. But anyway, man, so then got in and started getting a feel for it and the training and, you know, like, really loved it because i had guys in there there was guys in there like karaz um colored mm. um and even like uh jordan a couple of these young guys massive bulldog supporters and yeah. we're going into camps and they're like telling a story they're telling stories about how they were at the grand final and jordan was like i remember you being on the like bus we lost but like throwing your <laughs> shirt off and yeah. like my cousin only got it or something like yeah, yeah. and that's when it hit home that mate this is no matter what happens from here on like this is so much closure for me. Yeah. Just even being in those little camps and, you know, boys wanting to hear stories about how, you know, like how we used to do stuff and, you know, what how they want me to bring it into this, just culture stuff. And mm. and then, yeah, mate, like eventually got to that day where I reckon it was a bit touch and go. Mm. I remember having a conversation with, um, who was it? Might have been Ciro or it might have been, I'm pretty good with, close with Stevie Turner, mm. just saying, look, do you reckon I'm going to get in? Because I was like, because I wasn't in the top 30. Yeah. Um, then like I, I just remember having a couple of good like sessions mm. um, with the ball and stuff. Like, yeah. and I just was like, I just kept doing it. Anyway, Ciro and Gus come to the middle of Belmore on, on a hot stinking preseason day. And they're like, mate, you're in the top 30. <laughs> and I was just like, holy. Wow. Just like, mate, that like. What a journey all the way. Well, just that journey, just knowing that there's a possibility that I'm going to put on a Bulldogs jersey yeah. again. You know, it was just, I remember I went home and went, well, I was living at mum's at that time and mm. she like, we just had a, we were, we were on the champers <laughs> just for making the top 30. You know what I mean? Like, well, you're I'm, back when you're 18. You're, yeah, you're 18, legit. You're you know? you're going. Um, but then, mate, yeah, get sort of come through and not, obviously didn't start in first grade um, at the start, but I was actually so okay with that. Yeah. You know, people were like, 18th man again. I'm like, honestly, like, like I don't think he, like no one really gets it, like, and I and I get that they don't get it. Yeah. But for me, and then there come a time where, as you said before, we were going good at the start. Mm. So I was probably like, you know what, it's pop might not happen that I'm going to play. Mm. Happy to play some Reggie's great crew, young boys. Mm. But then yeah, come to there was a day and there was a few a few out and um, I just remember Ciro saying to me, "You ready or what?" <laughs> and I was like, "No way, <laughs> this is it, man." And mate. Got to, got to play again. Mate, what's that feeling here? Oh. Everyone chanting, you get up, you got your card in your hand. Oh, mate. Like, what's honestly, like, that's – people ask me, like, when's your favourite 
career like moments in your career like mm. probably top in the top five three of them have literally just been been off the bench and as you just said like people like chanting like it's yeah boys like boys used to g me up oh Reynolds, like but <laughs> I, I just like man, i love it like i was yeah. just like at, in that moment man like i just remember like being so shaky and being like mate like this is it like yeah. you've you're back. I just remember looking down at the, like the badge and just being like, man, like it's, you can't write that script. Like, and that's why I'm just so happy with, I wasn't, I wasn't finished in Hull. And yeah. that was why I had that scratch, that itch. And I did. And, um, it made in that game, Bird, I kicked the field goal. I don't know if you remember, but I chased him around the field. And <laughs> that's the only thing I've done in the game. <laughs> but, um, yeah, got to play eight or so games. Yeah. Um, but the main thing for me is I get to be a part of what they're building now. Yeah, for you sure. You know, like mm. I was in it. Now I'm obviously not, but yeah. I can still hopefully have an impact for these young guys and be a, be a voice or be someone that they can come to yeah. um, at the club. But I know we're heading in the right direction. And I just, you know, Ciro said some like really kind words in my last game mm. uh, when I said I was going to retire. Yeah. Just made, made, me, made me tear up in front of everyone because I just... I know he knew what it meant to me. Yeah. And just like, I just think he understood that me being a part of it this year meant the world to me. Yeah. And I'll be forever grateful for, for him and, and Glass and the club for, you know, for giving me that closure. Yeah. It's not, not many people get to get oh, to do mate. it, man. It's, it's, it's mate, so super it's incredible. Special. Yeah. I would have loved to have just won that Broncos jersey one more time. One more, man. Just one more time. I just, I just remember saying it to my missus, man. Like, uh, we were, I think, I, I don't know, I didn't think we were on a flight. Oh, or no, you know what it was? It was, there was, um, there was an art, it was coming out in Fox Sports. I don't know how. Someone said, Oh, Marino might be coming back. Mm. So I'm in Greece or something, like getting all these messages, but nothing had, had been happened yet. Yeah, okay. So then well, I said, So then a few weeks go on, and I just remember being on a plane. I was like, Imagine this happens. Yeah. And she's just like, she's pretty nice she's like you can do it you know like they, yeah, like, absolutely. they, they have to say that yeah they do <laughs> and i was like yeah it but means a lot though she's uh, a, like your best friend you know oh mate like, i just remember looking going like god i love you thank you but at the same time <laughs> this is going to be a, a a big journey but yeah. mate yeah even now man in my stomach i just feel good yeah i really do so good yeah brother. so good uh we're gonna have to do a part two bro because <laughs> I've got a kid I've got to go take care of and you've got a golf day to get to. I do to. have a golf day. <laughs> um, so apologies for the listeners. We'll, we'll, I mean, if you're okay with it, we'll do a part two because we've still got all the West Tigers. We've got all of England. Um, I'll ask just quickly, favourite rapper of all time? Rapper? Yeah. Uh, Tupac. Favourite movie of all time? Any Given Sunday. Oh, yes. Willie Beeman. Steaming Willie Beeman. Very close to the Remember the Titans. Yes. But I love the... The sports movie. I love Denzel. Yeah. Oh, he's the goat for me. Yeah, yeah. He's the goat for me, mate. As I said, if you're if you're down for it, we've got to do a part two. Apologies, guys. I, my wife has to. She's got an appointment that I have to get home for, and I've got to take care of the kids. So That's I've got fine, to man. shoot. I'm on. I'm on. Uh, but King. thanks so much for coming on, brother. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, man. Well, Thanks. thank you.